Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Bill Press Show. And here we are with a very special program uh, with just a couple of days now before the midterms. Very special program, an interview exclusively for our online uh, listeners and viewers here on the Bill Press Show. Talking with a great friend, a former governor of Virginia, former chair of the Democratic National Committee, the Honorable Terry McAuliffe. Governor, good to talk to you again. Bill, great to be with you, buddy. So I know you've been moving around the country uh, with a lot of your friends, helping uh, a lot of good Democrats at uh, various levels. What What's your gut tell you about the midterms? How are you feeling? Well, I've been to about 22 states. Whoa. I've, been you, I've been doing this a long time, Bill. You and I are old as dirt. <laughs> We've been doing this a long time. I know, but having fun at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, the enthusiasm you see out there. You know, listen, I think I feel very confident we're going to win the House. Um, you know, we're looking very good on the early vote. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm really excited about are the governorships. I mean, we're looking potentially at eight or nine governors. I mean, today, pickups. In Maine, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, Nevada, New Mexico, Whoa. Florida, Iowa. We're tied in Ohio. We're tied in Georgia. We're tied in South Dakota. And why, Bill, as you know it's so important, is that in 2021 for redistricting, these governors will be in the chair to stop gerrymandered maps because we got crushed in 2011. We're running in House seats that were written in 2011 that make it hard for Democrats to win. We need fair maps. Having governors in the chair who can veto Republican maps uh, is so important for the next 10 years for our party. Well, I'm really glad you went there because I've, I've been saying the same thing. You can't lose track of these governorships, and they're great opportunities for, for, uh, for Democrats, as you say, to pick up uh, governorships. We only have 15 of them now. Uh, and one of the most exciting, uh, Georgia, uh, where news that just broke uh, overnight that Oprah Winfrey is going to be out there campaigning with Stacey Abrams. That'll be a big help, don't you think? I was down there last week with her. We did the early vote kickoff. Oh. We went to an event outside Atlanta. It was a Monday night. Bill, they were lined around the block. I've never seen it. It was the first day of early vote down there. No kidding. Obviously, history, first African-American female in U.S. history. She's a great candidate. Um, but listen, we're going to pick up Georgia and have an Oprah and everybody else down there. But listen, you know as well as I do that in 2016, 92 million people did not exercise the right to vote. Oh, yeah. 92 yeah. million people stayed home, and Hillary Clinton lost combined three states, Michigan mm-hmm. and Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, by 77,000. And 92 million people did not come out and vote. I think people woke up the next day and said, holy cow, how did this happen? It happened because they didn't vote. And last year in Virginia, which was the first real test after the mm-hmm. election, mm-hmm. we picked up 15 House of Delegate seats, the most since 1880 led by women. 11 of the 15 were women. You're going to see that again this year. And we are, we're seeing early signs of that, aren't we already, Governor? I mean, uh, NBC reported that 24 million people uh, have already voted in early voting. 
And in some states, the early vote's going to exceed what's going to happen on actually Election Day on November 6th, which is great. People, <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I tell everybody, get your early vote in. Don't wait till Election Day because <clears throat> something may happen. We cannot take any excuses this time. We've got to get out there. We've got to vote. But, you know, our primary turnout was up like 85 uh, percent compared to 2014. I mean, that's historic, Bill. Right. No, it absolutely setting records already. As you point out, the early vote could exceed the total yep. vote uh, in some years in some states. Yeah. Incredible. How about down in Florida, Governor? Have you been there? The great uh, Andrew there Gillum. Last week as well. Um, Andrew's up probably two, three points. Historic race we have there. I mean, we have not had that governorship in 20 years. A key state for us. Very important. Andrew is a great candidate. The number one issue down there is health care. 800,000 Floridians. Uh, would get health care with Medicaid expansion, which is what Andrew will do, and DeSantis, of course, is against it. So, you know, the issues, health care, the biggest issue down there, 100% behind Andrew, and I feel very good. Also, Bill, on the ballot is the enfranchisement of 1.6 individuals who are felons who do not have the right to vote. And as you know, when I was governor... I was just going to say, you know that issue, <laughs> yes. The big issue, I did 206,000, the most of any governor in American history... Given people a second chance, they've paid their debt to society. In 40 states, it's automatic. But in those southern states, part of the Jim Crow laws, mm-hmm. they have disenfranchised these folks. But we could get a million six new voters, which is the right thing for our country. You know, you mentioned health care, Governor. It's interesting to me that in so many states, California, Gavin Newsom, right, number one issue, Medicare for all, right? Yep. Uh, Andrew Gillum, Stacey Abrams. Healthcare is is a winning issue this year for Democrats, and it's the one issue Republicans don't want to talk about. Well, it's funny you say that, because why has Trump doubled down on the fear and division? Yeah. Because, because exactly right, they can't talk about health care because of what they did uh, to hurt the ACA by taking away the individual mandate, which will happen next year, the cost-sharing subsidies. Premiums for everybody in this country have gone up. And people are feeling that. It's coming out of their pockets, and they don't feel they have the quality care. We need to get more people into the Medicaid expansion so they can't talk about health care. Number two, they can't talk about the tax cut. Yeah. That went to corporate <laughs> buybacks. It didn't help working families. They can't talk about infrastructure because they didn't do anything. So they can't talk about their policy. So they got to go on his nuttiness that he is and go to fear and division. Right. Uh, and uh, in terms of pre-existing conditions is another one they don't want to talk about because they're trying to take them away, that protection. Uh, I tell you, and they're all running ads, Republicans. They're the ones for pre-existing. Democrats are the oh, yeah. ones against. I mean, these people will lie through their teeth. It's, it's just unbelievable the ads that Republicans are running who have consistently tried to take away protections for pre-existing conditions, and they are now saying they're for them, Democrats. I've never seen anything like I've seen, and this is the worst thing that Trump has done to our country is through the constant lies, eight lies a day, Americans are numb now to what the truth is. I want to ask you a little bit about uh, your state, uh, Governor, really uh, purple, if not blue now, thanks to uh, your leadership. Uh, Some important races in Virginia, starting with the Senate race, and a couple of key congressional races that uh, people are very excited about. Well, Tim Kaine, our great senator, Does he win by 20 or 30? We're running against (laughs) Corey Stewart, who's run a white supremacist campaign. We got very lucky with who we had. You know that guy, Corey Stewart, pretty well. I mean, he's bad news, isn't he? I do. You know, he was was the executive in one of our biggest counties here, and he has just uh, doubled down on Trumpism. 
very unfortunate, but, you know, Tim has been a great center. He was going to win regardless of who they ran, but we really hit the trifecta because they can't on the other side even run a coordinated campaign because nobody will be on the literature with their Senate with candidate, Corey, Corey Stewart. With Corey Stewart, right. So yeah. we've got real opportunity. I think up here uh, in the 10th, in our district up here in northern Virginia, uh, Barbara Comstock is gone. Jennifer Wexton will win this race. She's consistently been up 10 points. Very strong candidate. Great yeah. race with Abigail Spanberg mm-hmm. running against Brat. You know, she's a former CIA covert operative. Uh, huge opportunity there for us. And then we've got a great candidate running against Scott Taylor uh, down in the second, which, you know, Luria, she's got a great shot to win. And then we got Leslie Cochran. So we yeah. could win four here in Virginia. Wow. Yeah. And I, you, you and I, I'm sure, both have a lot of friends who are spending their weekends now in Virginia, yep. right? Making phone calls and, and walking doors. It looks very, very good over there. Right. That's it. So everybody needs to get out this weekend. And if you're in the, this region, Come on over. Uh, I think uh, Jennifer's in good shape, but you know, help Elaine or help Leslie or help Abigail. Uh, this is a real opportunity. Back to governor's races. What do you hear about Scott Walker in Wisconsin? Boy, that's one I would love to see go down. Yeah, we've been right. consistently ahead, um, really, since the beginning of the run. Tony Evers is our candidate, who's mm-hmm. the state superintendent of schools. Great candidate. You know, Walker's running for you know another term, which would be his third term. But health care is a mess up there, what they've done on Medicaid. So, you know, it's a big, big issue for us. Uh, uh, Tony's going to win that. He's been up consistently. It's tightened up a little bit. But, you know, we'll win Wisconsin. And this is, Bill, going back to what you and I first talked about. This is why this is important with governors. In 2010, uh, they won both chambers in the Wisconsin legislature. What did they do? in addition to the right to work. But the second thing they did is a new voter ID law. Mm -hmm. 300,000 people were disenfranchised in Wisconsin because of what they did. So after they passed the bill, the next day 300,000 people did not have the right voter ID. So 300,000 people who voted for President Obama in 12 went back to Hillary Clinton in 16. They were disenfranchised, and she lost the state by 22,000 votes. We need Democratic governors in these places to stop these, these, this legislation they push that disenfranchises voters. Now, I've got to ask you about a mutual friend of ours, um, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton this week said she would love to be president, but she doesn't want to run, run for president uh, again. Does, does that mean no for 2020, or do you think there's a chance she might try again in 2020? No, I think no. Um, I feel very confident saying she'll never run again. <clears throat> of course she wants to be president. I think so would and you, she, Bill, but <laughs> and you so would many she of would, the listeners on your call. She would have made a damn good one too. She would have made a great one. She got three million more votes than Donald Trump and they have to get out of bed every day and see Trump out there with all the insanity that he has brought to this world. Not only America, but he's brought to this world. It is really tough. Um, but listen, I feel confident saying that she's never gonna be on a ballot again. Uh, she would have been well, a spectacular president. And we all know the reasons. Let it, you know, the Russian influence, what Comey did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a uh, confluence of circumstances against her that, I mean, it's almost hard to believe. But, you know, it's coming out. The Russia stuff is all coming out. Comey doing his press conference and Comey doing the thing before with the yep. Wiener laptop. I mean, devastating. Yeah, right. So uh, you say you're confident she won't be on the ballot anymore. Are you as confident saying that about yourself, Governor? I have a feeling we haven't seen the end of uh, Terry McAuliffe in American politics. Well, when you and I did the, the, the show together, I said anyone who's talking about 20 uh, should be disqualified 
because literally, Bill, our future is on the line in six days. I, amen. Because I'm just telling you, in 2010, we got wiped out. In 2011, they redrew the maps for state legislatures and the Congress to put, put America and the Democrats in a permanent minority. We have to win these. We were 15 governors. I was the only Democrat in the South governor. Now we have 16 governors. But all the stuff is happening at the state houses, Bill. I talk about this all the time. As you know, I vetoed 120 bills, the most anti-women, anti-LGBT, anti-environment, anti-voting rights, pro-gun. If I weren't governor, they would be the law of the land today in Virginia because they all pass the legislature. We need more governors to stop the horrible stuff and to promote the good stuff. All right. And you got to get this done. All right, then we'll talk about 2020 after after the midterms. November you 7th, got your 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 closing message in these last couple of days to Democrats across the country who are listening and watching, Governor. Don't think your vote doesn't count. Get out there, go early vote if you can. I'll give you one final example. Last year, uh, with about 25,000 votes cast in a delegate race in Virginia, when the votes were counted, mm-hmm. it was a tie. Yeah. Absolute tie. Yeah. They picked the winner out of a bowl. <laughs> and unfortunately, the Republican name was pulled out, which would have controlled who controlled the chamber. Mm. Don't tell me your vote doesn't count. If you haven't voted, it matters. I'm still angry over 2000 when Al Gore got the election stolen from him. Yep. People got to get out and vote. That was 537 votes in Florida, as you know. And in Virginia, it was a tie. Get out and vote. Exercise your constitutional right. People have fought and died. We're in the cloth of this country to give us this great right. We're the greatest democracy in the world. we got to prove it, and let's get out there and show them. All right. Governor Terry McCullough, thanks for being with us, so, Governor. And uh, give it hell for the next few days. You I got it. Will. All right. Don't worry we'll about talk me. to you then. Okay. <laughs> thanks. The great Terry McCullough, former governor of Virginia.